I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Hey. Stan C, Romaran, and Raf Gamas together again, hey. recording on a Thursday night at the Balay. Uh, we haven't done this uh, this particular setup Thursday night at the Balay in, in a, a while. while. Yeah, yeah, because we like, last week was Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And I think it helps that all three of us have more flexible schedules these hey. days. Hey. For better Gamos. or for worse. Gamos selling at Starbucks. <laughs> Like oh, college, are you? Like a college no, I, kid. No, I did. I did today. Wow! I did like today. a college kid. Sayang wala kantina sa tabi na. Wait, wait. Starbucks sa tipuna niyo? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Jesus, no. Rockwell lang na. Uh, Although I was at Starbucks sa tip yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, it's so different. Yes, it is. It's huge. It's not fun. I don't yeah, know. How, really I don't huge. know. I don't know how the Yolo twins enjoy it. No, I, I think it's more jarring. No, wala ng cantina. Yeah, well, matagal na wala. Matagal na wala ng cantina. Like, even a, when we were in college, no wala. Like, yeah, uh, the Starbucks is more jarring because it's bigger now and uh, there's it's way pretty. more. It, yeah, it's pretty. It's there's pretty. way more space for all the law students and you know Atenisa studying there. Ateneo shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, this fucking shit. And you're fucking shitting on it with your fucking jacket on. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. And it's UAP season, so, uh, yeah. Well, it's just about to start. Just yeah, yeah. Start. It's, it's uh, about to start. What's up, With Steph Curry. With Steph, my boy! Yeah, with Steph Curry. My boy! Part of the proceedings. I wonder who pulled off this coup. I wonder how they mm. pulled it off. Mm. I wonder who he's cheering for or how they're going to dress him up in blue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's Tito Hans has there. his fingerprints all over this. That's the joke there, sir. Right? It's not an Ateneo joke. It's a... And you joke. Yes. So, so that's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. SM, though. Lots of things happening as well in the world of pro wrestling. I think uh, I'll be bearing the lead if I don't talk about All In and the tremendous My success it had God. over the weekend. My God. The numbers alone speak to how how ridiculous an endeavor this was. No, you know what? Uh, numbers aside, um, before we even get to the numbers, I don't think I've... Uh, I have been, you know, this anticipate, you know, I haven't anticipated this wrestling show this much because it, it didn't have like, like half a, more than a year, more than half a year's build up. Yeah, yeah, because the only other shows are like what NJPW Wrestle Kingdom or, yeah. or the WrestleMania. Rumble. You know, not. But yeah. I haven't been this excited. You know, exci- I want to say excited, but anticipatory. Yeah, you know, isn't that also excited? No, no, no. It's no, no, no. different things. I, I I don't know if I was excited, but I was really stoked to to watch everything unfold. And you know, you wanted to see how it would go down. Yeah, but I'm, but not necessarily. Normally, normally yeah. I would delay watching this. I don't know. It was Sunday morning, and I had we had training, yeah. which you did not go to again, Gamos. And uh, <laughs> burying. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. You know, normally when I don't get to catch a show live, uh, yes. even you know, even some NXT takeovers, I delay watching yeah. them. You like, give it, you give it the day. Yeah, but you know. 
after I got home, I immediately tried, to, uh, you know, attempted to watch All In in all of its four-hour entirety. And, and I did. God. And it was worth it. It's, it's one of those, it's one of those, from, not top to bottom, but like, 90% of that card yeah, yeah, it is was must-see. It wasn't a perfect card, but, you know, it wasn't even consequential for much of it. You know, yeah. barring the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match. And uh, Pentagon versus Kenny. No, no, none of it is consequential. Like, uh, very little of it was consequential. Now. Yes. And, the, you know, the, the most consequential thing wasn't even the place as a main event of the show. And uh, even then, it was so much fun. Like, it was just straight-off fun. So... What's the legacy of All In as a show? Um, I, as I'm a, sure it's too uh, too soon to talk about it. Just a few days after. No, no, no. no there is a no, legacy. there is there is a legacy. It's it, it's gonna go down as the first, like the first one. If they do a second one, they do a third one down the line. We'll see. But they have proven that independently, wrestlers can make pro wrestling in their own image. Yes, uh, that's true. They can, make it, they can make it what they want without the need for the infrastructure of, say, an NJPW, ROH, WWE backing them to make no, a show. Wait, that is wrong. Big. That part is wrong. Uh, actually, uh, Kamos is right, but that part is wrong. They do need... Uh, no, I think it was the moment that everyone realized that uh, everyone was banding together against the WWE's monopolistic practice of you know trying to get everyone who's being who's going to be big enough or who's big enough on in the indie scene or wherever have you, whether it's Japan or the in the UK, uh, people are you know standing up and proving that you do need an infrastructure, but it doesn't have to be the WWE's infrastructure. Mm. Uh, you guys can uh, prosper even more if the bigger ones outside WWE. NJPW, ROH, ROH, even Impact that, Wrestling. Yeah, and that alliance works. Ah, Lucha Underground, uh, AAA, uh, CMLL. L, yeah. Every they realize that if we do this together, if we pool our resources and our talent pool, and you know put together a show that is literally everything everyone is looking for outside of WWE, we will succeed. And to me, uh, that is the reason why All In shouldn't have a sequel. Because now that you've got everyone's attention, you should take that attention everyone got and pour it into the different alternatives uh, to the WWE. Okay. The, well, the point that I was trying to make was just that it's, it's the brainchild of Cody and the Bucks. Yeah. Huh. Now, they but financed they, it. They yeah, financed they financed it, it but they still needed the help of these other companies. True. True. So you need the star, star power, power of that the these Okadas. other companies yeah. made for themselves. Correct. And, you know... Put them all together, and then that's how you stack up against the world's biggest wrestling company. Because mm. that's the whole that's thing the they whole were point that they were trying that's, to prove. That's yeah. also what they really meant by no one company owns pro wrestling, wrestling. in the post match. Uh, yeah, uh, the post show. No, that was before. By the way, no, but, but, he, but they reiterated. Yeah, it in yeah, the sure, sure. Here's the thing, though. The, the thing about All In is that it's got such a meta narrative, especially for the for the hardcore fans, for oh. people oh, like yeah. us, right? But for the oh, larger. Yeah. Uh, subsection of the wrestling fan base which are casuals, casual which are WWE centric what does it matter to them More than, or how does it affect it them because really, you're, you're speaking yeah. about it as uh, a supposed game changer and yes, in, it is in some it ways is. it probably is a game changer but how how does it change the game when it doesn't affect the casuals uh, it changes the game because it gives someone it gives the fans who are maybe disillusioned with the WWE something to to root for again. it, gives it them a touch point. If it doesn't affect the fa- the casual fans, then who cares? Yeah, because nobody really. I mean, what the what the ten thousand plus eleven thousand people strong 
11,200 uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Audience of All In was looking for was something that would cater to them. It, anong pakialam nila sa casuals? If, they, if, uh, if, let's say I were Cody in the Bucks, if no, if no casuals paid to see me, but I still drew this much, who cares? Right? Uh, the casuals, if they want their WWE, they can have their WWE. But and they, they can suffer with it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And they just prove that there is an entire different market that is willing to, you know... That there is, there is a viable yes, market. Yes, yeah, That's exactly, the word. Yeah. There is a viable market willing to... Uh, never mind the casuals. If they yeah. don't come, they won't come. But there is there are people who come... There's a dedicated came. hardcore fan Yeah, there base. are people who came when they built it. And they came, hard. Yeah. they came hard. Yes, they came hard and they came with they their did. money. If you're going to talk legacy of all in... It's monetarily, monetarily. No, no, no. no. Wait, wait. Before, go, go. before yeah. you can talk about that, here's the go. answer to Stan's question. It's go. not about who is taking over the game. It's about adding another option to the industry. Because yeah. yeah. I think you were concerned about what what does this do to another? What, what, how do these parts affect the whole? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the 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 popular consensus back then, if you talked about this like ten or so years ago. Or eight, even eight years ago, when ROH was still rising in popularity, mm. I think uh, the the thinking back then was that people who would uh, who would talk about wrestling on the internet was a small vocal minority of of fans Armchair, in general. Yeah. Now they proved uh, all improved that this isn't a vocal minority. It's like a whole other, subset. Yeah, it's like it's a, a it's like a huge half of I guess half of the. Of the of the pie of the whole wrestling fandom, it's a Venn diagram. You have to look oh. at it as a Venn diagram. That some of these guys will still watch WWE. Some of them are really, truly disenchanted beyond redemption. How do you get casuals? You pull in a Chris Jericho, who That's is true. willing to dress up as There's Pentagon. Pentagon, <laughs> fucking shit. But if that doesn't work, it doesn't matter. You say yeah. there's everyone there's else willing to pay for this shit, and there's quality wrestling. Yeah. At the end of the day, all you have to look at is there is quality wrestling that doesn't have to subscribe to this WWE format where you probably gonna get one good match after we've given you like six versions of it yeah it's there but and then you know at uh, as a result NJPW ROH Impact LU Lucha Libre whatever have you you know what? Regardless of whether or not we want a sequel, or regardless of our feelings of it, I think a sequel will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Given these figures, uh, given millions, all the money that they earn, millions, yeah. millions. Jesus Christ! It's it's highly likely that a sequel will uh, will take place. Um, let, let's switch gears a bit. And s- since you mentioned that All In was basically a coalition, a big alliance between all the other uh, non WWE players. Oh, yeah, I forgot players. to mention the NWA, which yeah, is actually which is a relevant actually a thing, thing now. Thank you, Billy Corgan. In 2018, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship is Ten a thing. Ten pounds of gold is a thing again. Uh, yeah. So it's when a, it's Christian was like the last champion yeah. or something. And that was AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and, I don't and then now it's like, and then some guys are just like, "Who the fuck is this Nick Aldis guy?" He's Magnus, and then now yeah, he's, he's making James's yes. uh, husband. Yeah, ex-husband, husband, husband. Okay, yeah. Now it's uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, any casual draw. Yeah, Cody Rhodes is now you know former WWE guy is now NWA champion. And then here you have Magnus. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, speaking of coalitions and alliances, what about Raw and how they formed their own little coalition of heels oh, against the shield? Okay, what surprised me was where the fuck did Drew fucking Gula come from? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Kevin Owens was part of it because uh, just two weeks ago, Strowman was trying to murder him. Yeah, true. Right? Uh, I, I think it's silly. I actually it was don't, so hokey! I don't like this. Um, I, I mean... I, Drake Maverick was made more sense than that. No, he didn't make sense either. I, no, did, I thought that was pretty no. stupid also. I, I, I get why they sh- uh, shortened Authors of Pain to AOP because Vince likes these little si- uh, um, abbreviations. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, uh, they, yung, even Acom and Resort would refer to themselves as AOP. And yeah. but Authors of Pain was really corny from the start. Uh-oh. Like, it cool na lang cool as it came along. As they got better. As they got better, yeah. yeah. Yes. But, you know, it... It is weird to me that they dropped Paul Ellering and then they went with Drake Maverick. It is weird to me that Drake is a babyface on 205 but he's a heel <laughs> on Raw. It's weird to me and as you see Drake is dressing like AOP. <laughs> Can't he be in his fancy suits? I, I love his suit yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suit game is top maybe, maybe it was just Maybe it was just for this first appearance. I don't think so. But I think because he has suits for days. You know, uh, you know um, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe him getting put into the flak jacket of a bulletproof vest yeah. is, uh, I guess, some foresight. Some I don't know. Okay, uh, foreshadowing. Sorry, foreshadowing okay. for when um, he wrestles. Yeah, because okay, so he is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah if he's nobody still else rock star spot. Yeah, with decent. Although, matches. which is weird, because why would he not wrestle in two hundred five live first? Exactly. <laughs> why not book himself into a cruiserweight championship match? So you know, a lot of weird booking decisions on Raw. I'm, um, yeah. I'm, I'm I, you know, I, I don't like the coalition against the Shield. I don't even know if it if, if is this led by Cena Braun Strowman? Is this led by Baron Corbin? Um, it, it's all very odd to me. Also, by the way, uh, Drew Gulak should have been managing AOP. Yes, I would have liked that. Yeah, yeah I would have liked that. That would have worked for me. Oh, uh, you know, they're all very destructive and very methodical and no nonsense. So that uh, really would have fit like a glove. Um, by contrast, he had SmackDown, which was a really tight show once again, and they had our truth in the main event. <laughs> and Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk in 2018? Our truth would be main eventing again. Yeah, it was such a long con, and I I love it when our truth finally revealed that he was masterminding this shit from the get go. <laughs> I, I thought that was the best. So he was playing all dumb. Week. Yeah, he was playing dumb. But does that make the other times he was being dumb him playing dumb or? I guess I think that was the point. Yeah, retro 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 act to him. I think playing dumb the whole time. Yeah, I think this effectively retcons his idiocy. Ah, damn. Yeah, so he started with Green Bay. Yeah, I was gonna say he started with Green Bay. (laughs) Then moved the whole time. Oh, sobrang long con putang ina. That's continuity. Jesus. <laughs> I, I thought that was the uh, the best surprise. Thank always. you for fixing for fixing for him. fixing our truth. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, who would have who would have Now you can only do the same for Becky and Charlotte. Yep, because because well. I think they're doubling down on what they want to happen. Oh well, instead of listening to the fans. Now, I, I said this. I said this when yeah, Becky heard that people would yeah. keep revolting, and people still keep revolting. I think she's uh, basically Daniel Bryan twenty. Uh, 2011, 2011. No, no, 2011 yes. Yeah, 2011 at this point, right? It's weird. Uh, I, I, I don't understand that. Given that you know, SmackDown has been the less stone deaf show. Right? <laughs> well, it has its moments. Yeah. Especially Wendy. Yes. Oh, Wendy! Yeah. Uh, Mayon Classic started this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You'd be remiss if you didn't mention God. that. Uh, they're apparently fast tracking everything. Uh, Evolution is quickie, on quickie October 26th. Yes. So they're gonna. So they had four matches on this show. 
That means There's I guess the next four. four, yeah, the next three episodes will have the rest around one. Yeah, parang cruiserweight classic. Yeah, but no, no, cruiserweight classic Cruiser- had was tighter. Yeah, no, the cruiserweight classic had the same schedule. No, no, the first four episodes were all the first round matchups. I know this because I reviewed it. Oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. I know this because I kept track of okay. everything. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so okay. the first eight right, episodes yeah. different, different, led different. to the semifinals, and then the semifinals and the finals were on. Interesting results. Uh, Rhea Ripley goes um, advances to the second round, which is uh, no, which is not surprising. But Mako Satomura, oh my god, at her next, age, yeah, that's the next round. I thought she was going to be the token. Hi, I'm here. Wait, I I, I thought she wasn't going to get bounced. Huh? I didn't think she was going to get. Okay, bounced. you don't. You clearly no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pero. Now I want her to go farther the than, you know, than, than Tajiri or Brian yeah. Kendrick. She's she's in that mode. Because she might be the token Tajiri or the token mm-hmm. you know, Princess of Hey. Yeah. Wasn't she like uh, in, in somebody's final four? I don't know. Yeah. She's in my final four now. <laughs> like I don't I don't have the brackets in front of me, but uh-huh. like I uh, like talking to you guys in our little chat groups, I would have imagined she'd be in someone's final four. Uh, Filipino Jamaican Lacey Lane uh, advances to the second round. Uh, already has a WWE contract, so probably not gonna win. But you know, it's gonna, be, gonna be on NXT. NXT She's gonna be future. one of those yeah. girls. Uh, um, who else? Uh, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox, yes, also uh, advanced to the like second that. round. I, I love Tegan. Yeah, Knox. but she doesn't apparently. Yes, I know, I, I know how far not, she goes. She, no, 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 she no, does no, not no. come out to say la vie. Yeah, well, yes, that too. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, there's that. I, I didn't think it was gonna happen anyway. I think the only person who comes out to shit na kanilang kanila is like Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's know, his, song. it's his song. And people yeah. pay for Ronda Rousey's song. <laughs> well, yes, there's that God too. God damn it. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm not surprised with the pacing of the Mayon Classic. I think, um, and we've said this before, the one thing I actually like about season two is the fact that it's not released a la Netflix. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it yeah, wasn't it was dumped great. on us. Thank you for not doing that experiment again. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it's uh, a step in the Commentary right is a lot better now. It's Michael Cole and Renee Young yeah. and Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. I wish it was Teddy Ma- Phoenix, Medusa, but uh, I guess we can't have we can't all be winners. No, I wish it was Moro actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Medusa's so doing commentary for, for indies. indies. Yeah, for Shimmer, I think. Shimmer, okay. Or Shine. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Moro would have been good, but Michael Cole's okay. It's, maybe, it's maybe unproduced Michael Cole, so yeah. he's a little bit little perkier than usual. Siguro na nagulat na ako kasi the first the first voice I heard was Moro. Ah, yeah, 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 the, the, VO, the, the VO, VO package. But well, he's, he's, he, has, he has the time to do the VOs. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's the resident VO guy now, I guess. Yeah. Right, so that's uh, lang. But, you know, other than that, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the rest of the MYC. Um, I've seen NXT this week, but I'll talk about that's a pick of the week uh, okay. towards okay. the end. Right? Um, we've got a lot happening this week on the podcast. Of course, we're a few days away from MWF Road to Fate. That's going to be taking place at UP Diliman, same, uh, same venue, Bahay ng Alumni, hey, that's yes. this weekend. But same on venue. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday night, night, not Sunday night, which is a change from what you've gotten used to from MWF over the last... Uh, same, same, same venue, by the way, that Aini Marcos visited well, yes, recently. That's, that's oh, uh, pretty interesting, but God. let's not go there. Fuck you, Danica, not your trash. Fuck you, Since please. 2012. Sorry. All right. Uh, okay, so in line with MWF performing uh, at UB this weekend. I already saw this on social media by now. Yes, yes. we've got the Eurasian Dragon hey. making on his the podcast. debut. On he the makes podcast. his debut on the podcast. We talk about a lot of things. Yeah, it's actually pretty in depth, surprisingly in depth 
for you know surprisingly insightful. Then, yeah, than, than, than what I was expecting. Yeah. Was very, uh, very profound. He is one of the OGs of the Southeast Asian wrestling. Yeah, scene. not just SPW, but the whole scene you're looking at right now. I really felt like the conversation that with Dragon was more of oh, like he was yeah. giving us advice to Kuya Dragon. And and for you who are listening to the podcast, it's a very vicarious yes. experience. We will. We, you will find out whether you are you, whether you are a member of the audience or a professional wrestler, whether in the Philippines or elsewhere. You will find out what we are actually doing to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, truth, the real truth of what we're doing to you. I think, needless to say, without stealing Dragon's Thunder, it is quite the analogy and it is quite the philosophy that you will never really forget. Yes. And with that in mind, let's welcome our guest to the podcast, the Eurasian Dragon. Hey, this is Veda Zhang, and you are listening to SGP Podcast. We are days away from the next MWF show. It's called Road to Fate. And in line with that, we're bringing someone who is going to be working with the people from MWF. He's coming here all the way from SPW. Please welcome to the SGP Podcast for the very first time, the Eurasian Dragon. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me here today, man. Well, Hi, thank Dragon. you, man. Hi, hi, Camus. Camus, your house is really nice. I wish, hey, I, I wish your dogs were allowed here, but never mind. It's no, just no, no, after, after. No, let's have Dragon tell the story about the dogs because he says that meeting Indy, which is the oldest of Camus' dogs, was the highlight of his day. What about Indy? Well, <laughs> made uh, you remember him so early on? Well, I guess, I guess, highlight of my day in terms of like uh, non kayfabe work, you know, because yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah, spend the day doing quite a bit of work uh, yeah. uh, promoting the event as well. Um, but I think the the, the darndest thing I saw today was I really needed to take a piss in your bathroom earlier. Oh, and, and, the, I, and I, I, I opened the door and I walked oh, in on God. indie drinking bathroom water, and I was like, my gosh, that's like the best and the worst thing I've seen today. <laughs> Goodness, we need more of this kind of things because you can't book that, you can't write that, you know. <laughs> okay, Stan, right, so. Stan has a better version of that story though. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you that off the air. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure, please, please, please. All right, so how nice are you, stupid dog? How are you liking the Philippines so far? Is this your first time here? No, it's oh, not. Okay, <laughs> I, I this is like this is like his third visit. It's my third visit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, um, <laughs> my first time here was in 2016. Uh, I, I really do enjoy the Philippines, you know, because back home in Singapore, Singapore has such a fast-paced, uh, efficient uh, culture. Uh, Romeo has uh, trained yeah. in Singapore a couple of yes. times, so like, like he knows how efficient yes. yeah. and how everyone starts on time and shit. <laughs> but, but, but that's not me, man. That's not me. I, I think I, I'm like uh, Filipino in spirit because okay. I, I, I love yeah. when people say stuff like, I'm going to take 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been exposed to the infamous Filipino time. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. And I love Filipino time because back, back home in Singapore, I get shit for having Eurasian time. Um, so like the Eurasians and the Filipinos, I mean, we are almost biologically similar. Yeah. We, are, we are Iberians ultimately, yeah. right? Yes, yes, so yeah. like, like... Iberians mixed with Malay. Iberians mixed with Malay. Yeah. You know, so like, like we... Yeah, we, we just love delaying shit and back home. <laughs> all the freaking time. Yeah, yeah I, I get shit for coming late to, to, to stuff and all that. But, but here, it's like I'm the one waiting and it's a welcome change, man. <laughs> I love Filipino time. I love the Philippines. Wow, that's rare to have someone <laughs> who's not Pinoy say that they love Filipino time. That is... Wow, no, a, because if you're coming from Singapore where everyone's just like, hey, fuck you, you're five minutes late. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, like I said, like, like, you know, you have someone here running the show who's exposed to Singapore time. So <laughs> yeah. like, like, he knows how I feel. Like, it's a sigh of relief, man. And apart from that, uh, I, I've, I've made no secret of my love for the dish, uh, seasick. Oh, I, wow. I put seasick on my hey. Instagram stories. I, I, I wrote about it on my Fox column this week as well. <laughs> I even put a picture of seasick there. So like, I'm really so into seasick. I, I eat it like almost every day every time I come here. So what is your favorite brand of seasick? Like from which um, restaurant? It's uh, 
what's it called? Good la, good ah, Gouda. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's I okay. didn't know they serve seasick. No, they do. Oh, they do. It's, it's good. It's not bad. It's because, not bad. because it's the seasick that's still on the plate. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sizzling. Sizzling. Yeah, because I've tried 7 Eleven seasick. And no, no, no. Do not, do not. No, I've tried it twice. Never again. Why? Why would you do that to Why did you do it a second time? I think it's the bigger question. That's the funny thing, right? I guess, like, all of us, like, you guys are also in the industry, kind of, right? So, like, you know how pro wrestlers, okay, this one I think I can, like, sure, Romeo sure. probably yeah. knows how I feel. Pro wrestlers sometimes are the stupidest people in the world. <laughs> we do something <laughs> shitty once, we laugh about it, we you tell our friends it about it, and we do it again, and then we're like, oh fuck, why did I do it again? I curse, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's why, again, we've got the E tag, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It got a pop, that's why we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, so, no, 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 Let, let's talk about your origins in the business, right? Sure, sure, How sure. long have you been in the industry and when did you start training? Sure, sure, sure. So, so um, I mean, in order to complete this whole origin story, i got to tell a bit of the SPW origin yeah, story. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so six, six years ago, um, Vadim came back to Singapore, Mr. Vadim Koryagin, our owner, proprietor, whichever. Uh, head promoter. Head promoter so, yeah. so, so, so he he uh, he's Russian, obviously, but he lived in Singapore for twenty years before oh, wow. that. He was just working here as an expat. Yeah. And while he was living in Singapore, I think he fell in love with Goldust or something like that. Okay. I do not know why. Okay. okay. Gold, yeah, yeah. Goldust was his favorite wrestler in nineteen ninety six. Big fan. Okay, ninety six would make sense. Yeah. So he said he loved Goldust, uh, the former Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Shawn Michaels, this kind of stuff, and he really wanted to be a wrestler. So he he went to Canada, got his uh, training at a school and, and stuff like that. He went back home to Russia opened IWF Russia um, they flourished uh, eventually so once they started flourishing sometime around 2010 2011 right, right, Vadim right. thought okay let's give back to Singapore let me open uh, a school in the place where I first fell in love with wrestling so, so he, he came back he, <laughs> he ran like a flyer 20 people turned up for like some seminar thing like just a talk. with him uh, yeah just to see okay. who was going to be like the best business partner out of those 20 people, 19 of them have uh, left forever, never to be seen again. Okay. <laughs> the one guy that stuck true is, uh, of course, the incomparable statement, Andrew Tang. I'm sure ah. his, name, his name runs yes. wild throughout the region. Ah, yeah. yes. Fantastic worker, one of my best rivals. The statement. The statement, yeah. Uh, Mr. Iyak and all that. So, like, Andrew and Vadim, they, they started this thing. And I, I cannot be more thankful, you see, because, like, uh, I came for the first trial class. Before okay. the first trial class was over, I was like, I'm going to get to that paper and I'm going to put my name and contact details on, like, I did that and then like here I am now six years later sitting with you guys so like, I hey. just never left I just never yeah. left um, of course like like, shouldn't bore you with the details but that, that was the origin story and then uh, from then I, I'd like to think uh, all of us have grown strength to strength not just SPW but also um, Southeast Asia on the whole right. uh, MWF yeah. this Saturday um, um, you're from PWR, PWR yes. and then yeah. like so much improvement from everyone Malaysia Pro Wrestling uh, uh, Gato Move so it really warms the heart to see that, you know, like we are all in this together and we're all like making it together as well. But I want to know about your personal origin story, like how you fell in love with wrestling and sure, at what sure, moment sure, did sure. it click in your head so, that so, so, I want to be a wrestler. So, so this is 2012, right? Yeah. Uh, where, when they set up the school and I signed up, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> so uh, you go, go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to rewind all the way back to 1999. I was a kid. Uh... Earlier also, I revealed uh, with the previous uh, radio show that I was actually, uh, during the Monday Night Wars, I was yeah. watching WCW first. Okay. Because well, they you were getting WCW. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did in Singapore. We so, did like, not. We did not. We did not. Like, obviously, yeah. you have household names, right, you've seen in other media, like uh, Hulk Hogan yeah. or Brad the Hitman Hart. So, it was easy to, like, oh, those are the wrestling guys that come out in dramas once in a while. So, so I started watching. I found it excellent. Like, everything they're doing was great. Until one day... The thing still didn't click in my head, and I was still yeah. like a fan. So like, uh, uh, I think a couple of weeks later or something, 
just clicking channels and then I saw the rock dissing mankind during the rock and salt connection thing oh okay and I was like oh my goodness who is this Hawaiian dude he's the coolest man I've seen <laughs> in my life I'm gonna be like him when I grow up <laughs> you know, that, that has got to be my, my day job when I grow up so uh, 1999 I told myself I was going to be a wrestler um, I was even preparing to save money to travel to like either America or Japan right, to like right. you know like just yeah. get a proper education in the business but Vadim and Andrew came along and really helped change my life for the better man so like uh, yeah so, so that's the the, the the real origin and then there's like the wrestler origin yeah so, so, so these two significant moments in my life discovering the rock for the first time and realising I wanted to, to wrestle and then subsequently is the SPW school. So that's how I came about. So in between all of that, were you doing anything else apart from, you know, wanting to be a wrestler? This, this, is, this is the thing, man. Because like, uh, I, I, I started getting smarter and realizing there are no wrestling schools around and there's yeah. no way to become a wrestler in this country. So, uh, or anywhere uh, nearby. I, I yeah, or anywhere nearby. Yeah. Right. Japan is so freaking expensive to live, you know, in yeah. Japan. So like, uh, um, uh, what I did was I think I, I yeah in school I have a media background. Okay. I I um I I, I should have invested more in a sporting background. I, I I didn't. I was in like a, you know they have those like cadet things in school where you're like a military. Yeah, military but you're not yeah, really yeah. military. Just like a cadet, like thing. military yeah, yeah. reserve or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that kind of stuff. So so that's what I did in my like uh, formative years instead. So there was still that physicality aspect. Uh, I excelled pretty well there too. Um, but of course, I, I like didn't sign with the military when it was time yeah, for construction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the intelligence branch actually they, they they came up to me and they offered me a spot there, and I was <laughs> like, Nah, man, I'm not gonna like <laughs> be one of these like 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 intelligence guys. I still wanna like like save money and go and learn how to wrestle eventually. So um, yeah, so so I have a background in like like this like whole cadet thing when I was a kid, and uh, I went to study media and like. For, for my like qualifications and all that, just 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 to like get closer to wrestling, you see, like like if you're yeah. in the entertainment business, maybe one day you'll get the guest star on Raw or some yeah, shit right. like that. So like like I was always trying to find an inroad into wrestling. So in the end, uh, uh, when they opened the doors of SPW, that was uh, the answer for me. I realized I didn't need to like, spend so much money, just the, the monthly gym fees only. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned the media background. Yeah. Uh, are, are you a media practitioner? Or, you know, what's your I, day job? I, uh, uh, so, so I write a column for Fox now, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, that, that's released every week on Thursday and I'm like the Fox Asia's like wrestling columnist and all that. I've even spoken uh, with Romeo about contributing in the past and all that, but back then I had a day job right. also as a writer right. <laughs> so, so I guess you guys all feel yeah, here, right? like, yes. I, I saw you doing what I used to do every day so, so, so exactly so like like uh, uh, um, yeah I was an interior design writer for three years oh, wow. and, and like, like honestly the real kinds of interior design I, I like uh, like using folding chairs instead of, <laughs> writing, instead of writing about chairs, you know. <laughs> so I it's teams a, chairs. So 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 I I I, I left uh, the interior design writing field because I did it for quite a bit. I, I started in that field in 2010, and then I came back to it after my conscription because Singaporeans all get yeah. conscripted yeah, for yeah, two yeah, years. Two so years yeah. After conscription, I went back into that field and I, I stayed in that until sometime in 2016 when I realized I needed to take a break from like a, a real work anyway. So. From uh, that kind of work. From that kind of work. Yeah. You know, like like answering to a publisher, answering to an editor. editor I'm sure yeah. you guys know. We the, know, we the, know. The, 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 I know. The, the, the BS that yeah. you go through sometimes. 
uh, yeah, but, but anyway, I, I took a break from that. I got qualified in uh, personal training. So I have a personal training license. Okay. Um, the wrestling has helped actually because uh, that's what got me into personal training. Like the, the gym. Tr- the, the physical aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah. gym uh, boss was like, yeah, we're going to take you in because like you, you have a small name You're here. a body guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not really a body guy. But uh, it's just that, that. Functionally, you are though. Like uh, when we see you wrestle, oh, you, you do thanks. have those moves. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I, I like to surprise people with like stuff like yeah. later on in the match. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> right. like the, the last time I saw you, it was like I was like, oh shit, I didn't expect that. Hmm. It must have been that flip neck breaker yeah, thing. Yes, that one, yeah, everyone never like, expects that <laughs> because I, I stay on my feet the whole match. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. until that. But guys, please don't let Mister Lucha know this man. He, <laughs> he is gonna. I don't think he listens to the podcast. Nah, so. he's too lazy for that. Man. I'm gonna get him on Saturday. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys know, you guys know I'm gonna get him on Saturday. But anyway. Uh, um, yeah, I, 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 even though I'm a personal trainer and I help people with uh, body composition, yeah, I still prefer um, um, training people for function. I prefer training myself for yeah. function. Right, I'm yes. not into the whole aesthetic. Thing. I'm not into I the agree. whole aesthetic yeah. thing. But we have one guy in our in our crew, uh, Destroyer Dharma. I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, yeah I've, seen him. I've seen Man, him. He is, he's he's the, legit. He's legit. He's clean. He doesn't take. Any illegal shit. No steroids. He dedicates himself and he's functional as hell, That's man. Amazing. I, I wrestled him in the main event of Wrestle the Odds last year. Yeah. Man, that guy has such a good future in this business. It's just that he's currently a, a dual athlete. So he takes right. time off middle of the year oh. to, to win championships across the region. What's his, what's wow. his other sport? Bodybuilding. Uh, bodybuilding. Oh, and he, okay. He's currently like a, a, an Asian champion and a Singapore champion, so he's like really up there. He looks damn good. That's and amazing. Man, yeah. man, if you follow his yeah, social, follow oh yeah. man, the tips he gives are amazing, man. Like, like wow. But anyway, enough about him. So apart from from my writing background, I eventually ended up with a physical background too, like like with yeah. a personal training thing. So I still practice personal training in Singapore because like uh, it pays pretty well in Singapore. So I'm still not into the whole day job thing. I, I, I'm a columnist, I'm a personal trainer, and it's all linked to the Eurasian Dragon thing. And it, it, I have so much pride for that because when I entered SPW, we were paying fees and I wanted to monetize it from the start, man. I wanted to be like, you know, like I'm not going to be like paying for shit all the time. And eventually, like I, the only way to, to do this is to get better and to expand your name, you know? Right, yeah, like, like, absolutely. Build your brand. Build your brand, build your brand, yeah, yeah. And then, like, it, it gives me so much heart to see other people following suit and they are trying to... Uh, you know, they know their value and they're starting to take efforts to like uh, go abroad or to build their brand. Man, I'm sitting opposite someone who's making a name for himself internationally yeah. right now, yeah. man. Kudos to you too. So, so like, like it's, it's really cool to see like everyone, you know, like, like putting in so much effort to build their brand. And like, like I guess this is the kind of legacy that, that I want to leave behind in this business. If like me and the statement started doing it, everyone else should start like, you know, just valuing themselves more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So, uh, the impression I get is you're really one of the OGs of SPW. And Definitely. with that, one of the OGs of Southeast Asian wrestling. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, as, as one of the trailblazers in Southeast Asian wrestling, what were the expectations you had that weren't necessarily aligned with your real experiences? Man, oh my goodness. Uh, you guys are smart gilas, right? So, obviously, you yeah. guys know what the meaning of smart is, right? Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. So, so, every wrestling fan, I feel, when they're transitioning to the professional realm, yeah. you have to, like, uh, uh, shake off the smartness. And you, yes. I'm sure, you, yes. know, you, like, you guys know, yes. you guys know. Like, like ultimately, we're going to become professionals. We're going to cater to audiences instead of catering to ourselves. So, okay, I'm going to tell you a two-part story also. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. like, earlier, I told you 1999 oh. and 2012. Yes. So, 
me in 2012, obviously, uh, Brian Danielson was the hottest shit going around. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Eurasian Dragon, the name too, right? Yeah. So, so... I was like, ah, now... So, so, so... so you confirm, know, confirm. Everyone loves American Dragon, right? Yeah. So, like, like uh, um, back then, what, what I wanted to do was, like... I wanted to be like uh, Brian Danielson and CM Punk, and then like uh, all of the I, ROH guys. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm Eurasian, and my my uh, I'm born in the year of the dragon. So I guess you guys can oh, guess I'm yeah, thirty yeah. right now. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, no, it so could very well be forty-two. Oh yes, yes, that's true. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be one day, and I hope I'm still wrestling at forty-two. I'm sure you will. It's not that hard in this day and age. Uh, I'll get to to retirement plans towards the end of this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you how Mighty Mighty convinced me to extend five more years. <laughs> but, okay. but anyway, I'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, so at the start, like uh, uh, American Dragon was such a big name on the US indie scene. So like, I thought that me being Eurasian and born in the year of the dragon, Eurasian Dragon, has got a nice ring to it. Um, and of course, like like Brian Danielson being so hot back then, he just won his first yeah, world first, title, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. First ROH so, world title that time. Right? No, 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 actually, first twenty twelve, twenty twelve. Sorry, he, he cashed like, in like, <laughs> yeah. So so like like uh, uh, obviously at the start, I wanted to and coming yeah. in with a very smart attitude at the start, just like 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 most fans do, most fans who love the business do. So like uh, yeah, that, that's what I wanted to do. You know, like like uh, Meltzerish stuff yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah. So of course, uh, best thing about learning wrestling. Is that you find out so much about yourself, yeah. and you find out about what you're supposed to be, you know, and then like uh, through training and all that, um, my head coach was like, "No man, you have to be uh, like Hulk Hogan or like The Rock. You got to be that big baby face guy. Like 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 he sees me when I'm like trying to put together a match. He sees me trying to do some technical stuff. And he's like, "Oh, Kenneth, why are you doing this? Come on, just start the match with a kick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true. It makes more sense. And then like like." You know, you come to such realizations. You guys would also feel me, man. Like, like a uh, uh, cameras, you'd probably yeah. understand. Like, like you know, that's the whole dichotomy about what you wanted to be and, and what it happened. Yeah. ended up happening. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm so, sure you didn't want to be a grab driver when you started. Oh, you're a grab driver. You're that's, that's the gimmick. It's the gimmick. That is that's amazing. Gimmick. It's, it's relatable. It's relatable. <laughs> yeah. People understand. So, like, 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 even for me, man. Like, like, um, my coach uh, was saying that I should be like uh, one of the faces of the promotion. So uh, baby faces, not just, baby not just faces. not just the iconic face. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So 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 I did that, and then uh, uh, they wanted me to do the whole Kenta Kobashi thing where, oh, where strong the, style. No, no, not strong style. Like, yeah. uh, sorry, not not legend Kenta Kobashi, young boy Kenta oh, Kobashi. Young, okay, where he yeah, lost yeah. like I think hundred and seventy something oh, matches. In okay. So my first two three years of my career, I was losing and losing, but I was getting more and more over and over, and I was appearing in like media. People were doing documentaries on me and shit. And I knew that, that you know, like, yeah, it's so much of expecting the unexpected, man. Like, like I never fathom, like, any of this happening this way. But yeah. it's such a beautiful trip. I'm sure Camus yeah. and even Romeo, who's still learning the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm sure you guys also, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. It's such an experience every day, day to day. You're just learning new shit about yourself. So, like, like that's such a cool thing about the whole wrestling thing. Like, yeah. yeah. The whole but, experience of it. Yeah. So, you mentioned it was a two-part story. What was the other part? Yeah, that, 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 that was the first part, right? <laughs> and then uh, uh, the other part was... Uh, I think I wanted to be a heel at the start. And then like they, they were like, no, we are never making you a heel. You're going to be So you're never... Just throw I it am, out the window. I am a career baby face. Except for, for like, uh, I think one like, of... Like here. Um, no, no, no. Here, here, here I, I, I am still a good guy. Because yeah. you're facing Mr. Lucha, yeah. who, is, who is kind such of... Such a jerk. 
Yeah, after what he did to Robin Sin, right? Yeah. God! That, that was really disappointing. Oh. But, <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway, uh, uh, where were we? Yeah, so he turned me into a baby face. He made me this underdog guy who kept losing. <laughs> and then, like, eventually, uh, I think something really interesting is uh, about how, uh, you know, freedom fighters. So what yes, happens yeah. to freedom fighters when they start winning? So like like eventually like like right now as it is I have like I think five titles to my name. So it yeah. makes me like Southeast Asia's most decorated because like the titles are like from all over, all over Malaysia, yeah. from Malaysia, India, from from back yeah. home and stuff. Uh so like like the, there's this question what happens to freedom fighters when they, they become the ones in control? So they become dictators, right? So right now my, my like, it's funny because like that's how my career is pro- progressing, like as the head of the Mighty Dragon stable, yeah. Mighty Dragon Universe. Like uh, I'm a very flawed leader And it shows in my promos I'm a flawed okay. baby face now Because I've got what I wanted yeah, Right yeah. Yeah. So there's After con- after this long journey Oh yes 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 So there's a lot of like Condescending words coming out sometimes There's a lot of like like, like Making fun of people And all this And even this I didn't expect man Even all these things That I'm playing now I didn't expect You know to go from that Underdog Freedom fighter Kind of things And then now yeah. you are in control And like you're Man. top of the heap yeah, yeah and then like How do you behave Once this kind of guy Goes to the top of the heap So yeah. it's a lot of it Is evolution man So like Perhaps one day when Romeo gets a gimmick, maybe he will see the evolution. <laughs> and Campbell's, yeah. maybe one day you will give up driving a Grab. No, yeah. maybe you... maybe I'll start driving my Grab in Singapore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you start driving oh. your Grab in Singapore. I take the Grab. He's rude to me. I give him a one star and then he challenges <laughs> me to a match. You know, you never know how life's going to turn out. You know, that kind of stuff, man. You mentioned being a career baby face. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious to know what the biggest challenge or the biggest struggle to being a career baby face is. Uh, I think uh, once you, you get a name for yourself at home, uh, it's pretty okay. Um, but at the same time, you you uh, when you go overseas and people don't know who you are and they still tell you that you are walking out there as a face, man. Then th- that's the challenge, man. Because there are like anywhere between. I've wrestled in front of so many different crowds. I've wrestled in front of ten people. I've wrestled in front of like uh, four thousand people. Yeah. So like like it doesn't matter, man. Like like the crowd does not know who you are. Yeah. So why are they supposed to like you? You know, that kind of You have to make it make sense. You have to make it make sense. And sometimes, uh, you're working great opponents. Like, uh, uh, there's this guy I worked in India called Balian Aki. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so he's... I've uh, heard of him. He's yeah. faced Sandata. I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He faced yeah. Uh, Sandata. Yeah, we talked shit about him. <laughs> oh, about him? Oh, that, 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 that's yeah. really cool. Because uh, I, I, I heard I'm supposed to wrestle. Uh, Aki, I'm supposed to defend my belt against him. Uh, uh, down the line So we could talk shit About him Off the air too <laughs> yeah. and, talk shit about him now Oh, oh he's gonna be So paranoid man I know him, I know I, I know Aki really well He's gonna be so paranoid If you like Start talking about him But anyway Besides the point <laughs> Besides the point Yeah But, but back to Balian Aki So like, like He really helped me In the sense that uh, When I walked out To do the match with him He cut a promo On the crowd in uh, Hindi I don't know what he said but <laughs> after that I became the biggest baby face there so I'm like oh thank, thank goodness So some, but, but sometimes you get uh, uh, you, you're working heels so maybe uh, don't really get what they're supposed to do or they're still a bit more green or, or you know like like I mean, yeah, it's Southeast Asia, man. So everyone's yeah. new. Everyone's new. I'm new too. Everyone's still relatively new. Everyone's still babies, yeah. man. So like, like then that's where the challenge comes in because you really need to connect. I think the, the main thing is still connection. So uh, once people can relate to you, that's when you, you start seeing results. Like, like you had the pop of the night the guys were teasing you with, right? But that's because they relate to Grab drivers, man. Yeah. All of us here have sat in a Grab before. So yeah. yeah. And maybe for context, I think uh, the Kamas debut was a really long time coming. So at that yeah. point, there was organic sympathy towards his way. Exactly, man. It's like uh, 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 
You're, you're, you're holding in the ejaculation and finally it's the money shot. No? Career baby face, sorry about the ejaculation. Yes. <laughs> Blowing our loads on this podcast. Yeah, if, if you want me to continue talking about masturbation, I have a very good analogy about yeah. masturbation go and ahead. wrestling. Go ahead. No, I, 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 I want to hear it. I do want to hear it. She's sure it's just since you're Go, go, go. Our listeners love this stuff. And I think I think this is something that maybe the other boys in the region can pick up to. Not just the Filipinos, not just the Singaporeans. I think everybody, everybody jacks off anyway. Everyone jacks off. Yeah, so, so because everyone jacks off, right, we understand how it feels like. So this goes out to like uh, a lot of wrestlers out there. Uh, so many times, uh, even yesterday when I met the, the MWF crew, I just like reminded them also. To like, jack off. Um, <laughs> to jack off the right people because the, the wrestling right. business, right, when you go in that ring and when you want to yeah. do like uh, your, your stuff that the booker tells you to do, you wouldn't want to be jacking yourself off. Unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of misguided people in this sport and you can't blame them because we're all babies in this business. Yeah. We're all so young. Uh, many people come into the ring with their expectations of uh, wanking themselves. Right. So, so you're going to like pile on like sports or you're going to pile on moves, you're right. going to pile on this and that. But who are you really making happy, man? Yourself. Yourself, yeah. Maybe your opponent and you're like, hey, oh shit, we were so fast, we were doing this, we were doing that, can others do that? But screw that, man, because you're supposed to be in that ring. You and the opponent are not supposed to uh, jack yourselves off. You're supposed to work together, hand in hand, yeah. to jack off the audience. Tell the story. <laughs> because, like, 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 and just, jack off. And, and now, now this relates to Camus's debut. So, like, I guess the best matches, right, are the ones where you hold the audience's collective load together. And then finally, at the finish, that's the money shot. Edging. Yeah, man. So, so like, like in the... Tantric. Tantric, exactly. Tantric, tantric is the word for if it. If you're good at tantric ejaculations and tantric like like uh, uh, manipulation of the genitals, right? That will make you a fantastic wrestler. Uh, Ho Ho Lun, when he came to train us when we were still really young, yeah, uh, yeah. he just like told us very flat out. He was like, "Oh, guys, uh, I think easiest thing to say is uh, if you're good at sex, then you're good at wrestling also." <laughs> yeah, like, okay, okay. Well, some, of us, some of us got it. Damn, son. Some well. of us were like. Does that relate? But but we, we eventually got it. So like my simplified <laughs> version, since not everyone has sex regularly, not everyone's everyone, married, uh, everyone jacks off at least once a everyone's week. Everyone jacks off uh, at us. least once a week. I, I know people who do it every day, a few times a day. Uh, we have conversations in our locker about who can do it the most times a day. <laughs> Who's got the strongest libido? Man? It's, it's a man's game, guys. You guys know it, man. Everyone's like... Sure. For every woman, the you're mo- allowed to jack the off The moment too. the girls go to their changing room, yeah. the female changing room, that's when all the shit starts. We talk shit in that boys' room. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that, that's just me sharing tips to, to wrestlers on the whole. like, like, like don't Philosophy, do- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I'm not holding it against people because yeah. I, I've been around since the start. You say OG thing. Some people are more short-fused in this business. Some yep, people take yeah. things personally. Some people get worked up over like... Because, we're all, passionate. because yeah. we're all passionate. So yeah. it's, it's... I wouldn't say it's okay to get worked up. I would say maybe it's all right. But it's uh, not really okay because like we all want to help steer this ship together. Right. Ah, so like, no. like... I think I get it. You're trying to say it's all right to have feelings. Yeah. But yeah. it's not all right to always just express to, them yeah it's not alright to like dwell in the negativity and go. it's always good to, to take things positive right. so even if like Eurasian Dragon is telling everyone to learn how to jack off the crowd instead of jack themselves off like I hope people don't take this too hard <laughs> but anyway yeah, yeah. anything else you want to ask me yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, straight from Eurasian Dragon people, jack off uh, our job is to professionally jack you off yes exactly exactly and, and if, and if we, we're not doing that 
we're not doing anything well. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, uh, having been in the scene uh, uh, in the Southeast Asian region since the start, how hard was it for you to learn things when there really is no one or, or there are very few resources to learn from? Oh, this is a fantastic question, man. Because, like, we were the pioneer batch. So we were learning, like, right, all, right. all those, like, rolls and bumps and shit. But we didn't have anyone to show it to us. We only had Vadim, who was already pretty old. So, like, uh, it, it was really... Sorry, it was really hard, man. It was really so hard. Which is why, like, like even to get to the point where you're now monetizing it and it's actually a source of income... It's such a long journey, man. So uh, I, I feel I feel so good for the for the for the kids nowadays because they got people to see like oh, don't be like dragon in like twenty thirteen because he did this 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 bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. or he did that and that good you know like like so at least they have some something to fall back on, you know. So like uh, I think nowadays uh, the trainees are learning a lot faster, and I don't think it's just an SPW thing. I think in MWF, I think in PWR, like, like it's the same case. Like you, you realize that newer guys come in and they pick it up faster because we, the old birds, are there to just show them that don't be like us back then. You know that kind of thing. That's how you do it. <laughs> actually, yeah. actually, it's actually sharing the love, man. Yeah. It's actually sharing the love. So like these guys get better faster. Um, of course, you do get some people who get paranoid or people get jealous mm-hmm. of kids learning faster. But for me, I think it's great, man. Because like, who knows like when the next Southeast Asian Hogan or the next Rock is coming along, and yeah. we all can have money matches with these people. Yeah. So we always have if to look we book at it. it right, if we book it right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it about right. perspective. It's about like marketing and all that. So like, yeah. we always got to look at a bigger picture. We we can't make it about ourselves. It goes back to the wanker thing. Yeah. We are wanking the rest, man. We are not wanking ourselves. So so we have to like. It's a team game. Uh. It's a team game. And I, I, for one, am always game for helping the, the kids. Uh. It's a bukake. It's a, it's a bukake. It's oh, a bukake. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the you. perfect... I, I just... The visual came to me. Yes, yes. You and are I, I hope, yourself. And, and I hope this visual like stays with you throughout the rest of your life, man. On, on your deathbed, Camus, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be surrounded by your, your PWR and your MWF brethren. And they'll be like, Camus, now you are, you are going to pass on into the next life. And uh, unfortunately for us, all our dicks don't work too. So if not, we, we can't bukake you right here in your final moment. No, I'd be giving the bukake. Oh, you'll be getting dying? because you're gonna no you're at, the end, at the end and then the everyone else is yeah dying. you're the one who's no, no, dying no, you have to you have to make it work for them no no but, but, but no no but the thing is uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think any of our dicks will be working back then I mean in the future <laughs> at that age so okay anyway dicks aside sorry <laughs> sorry dicks and bukake for yes, time aside aside uh, at, at this point in your career, uh, six years in, yeah, yeah. do you still find it in you to be a wrestling fan, or is it hard to separate your lens as a pro wrestler from that as a fan? Um, it's actually become easier, you know, because like uh, um, my career being a little intertwined with Ho like Ho has like given me like some opportunities in like uh, uh, China, China Macau. And, uh, no, no, I didn't I do this Macau thing because like at that yeah. time I was uh, just starting at a gym practice. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I did Nepal under him. I, I, I did uh, one of his Hong Kong shows too. So like, okay. like he always keeps emphasizing about how this is work. This is work. This is work. Be professional. Be professional. And and like like. In the past, when people try to talk to him about work, when it's not working hours, he'll be like, like oh, "Shut up, man! Don't talk about work." So, like, like I want to talk about Jalbi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that really helps. You see, the dichotomy yeah. in you. So, like, work is work. You're you're, you're a wrestler. You're doing the, the whole jack off thing with the crowd, yeah. but of course, you're. Uh, creating lasting memories too yeah. The Jackoff thing Is just a, a very straight way Of putting it But you're creating Lasting memories you're, you're, you're making people happy You're making people feel Real tangible things yeah. 
but of course once in a while you want to feel those tangibles too so like like every time uh, I, I don't watch that much wrestling nowadays to be honest okay. but for example every time like say uh, the Velveteen Dream is a takeover or something yeah. oh man it's so easy to turn into a fan when you see someone doing shit right yeah. you know so sometimes it also depends on the worker like, like I hardly sit through uh, uh, mainstream stuff nowadays like the Raw Smackdown uh, <laughs> not even, not even. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I, I guess I'd rather not comment on that. But okay, know, okay, that's fine. That's but, fine. But, that's but, fine. Uh, yeah, I hardly watch like the mainstream stuff and and all this. But uh, once in a while, you get good people coming along, making it yeah. easier for you to be a fan. Uh, and I'm still a fan every time I turn on like Hulk Hogan or the Macho Man or the yeah. Ultimate Warrior, the vintage stuff. Um, not so much the vintage stuff, man. Uh, I have a friend in Singapore called the Butcher Man. He wrestles for oh, the we know, Horus. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the Butcher one, Man... The one who faced Jake DeLeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the Butcher Man is one of my many protégés that I've picked up in this business. And he and I, we are we are so into this thing called the warrior spirit. Of course, like from yeah, Ultimate yeah, Warrior. warrior. We always talk about which wrestlers have this warrior spirit that just draw you in as a fan yeah. more so than as a worker. So like... It really depends, man. So I think I think Velveteen is probably one of the best like like people in the business nowadays. Uh, so some people make it easier for you to slip back into fan mode, but of course, yeah. like most of the time nowadays, it's always work mode. Whether it's like doing social media work or doing the promos, pre tapes, or yeah. doing the shows, yeah. So so it, it's actually quite easy. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I, I mentioned this right before we started recording. My first touch point with SPW was three years ago. Uh, that was when the WWE visited Singapore. They did a show, and I was there with Redrick Mahaba, uh, who's also from PWR. So we watched it together, and then right outside, uh, we noticed these guys handing out flyers. And I took one of them. It said SPW Singapore Pro Wrestling. I was like, Whoa, Hardcore Island. The next yeah, I was like, Oh, I, I didn't know there was a wrestling fed in Singapore, and I didn't know that their people were that uh, employing guerrilla marketing that way. So um, I, I guess it was really admirable for me uh, to, to see that guerrilla marketing style on display. Yeah. Right. Um, like, who came up with ideas like that? Um, I think it's a it's a collective actually, a collection of like like the older guys thought that you'd be wise. And interestingly enough, and this is the beauty of uh, working as a team. Sometimes, man, like. Um, Head coach was like, whoever has yeah. bought tickets to the show, go to the show, enjoy the show, go home. But those that uh, didn't buy tickets to the show, um, feel free to come and do the guerrilla marketing. But if you choose not to, there's no need to be there also. Uh, man, almost the entire roster turned up, positioned themselves outside the arena. We had a full house the next day. So it, it's really, really cool. Uh, the thing about the WWE, right, is that no matter how much uh, you know we're all independent wrestlers uh, and many yes. of us are trying to make our products mainstream and all that uh, no matter how much uh, uh, other smart fans may try to shit on the WWE or what yeah. but we are symbiotic with the WWE absolutely and everyone they, is it filters down top yes. down whatever the WWE is doing or, or even like in uh, New Japan new whatever Japan, the elite yeah. are doing it's symbiotic it's, you know that's how we adapt that's how we, 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 we move along with them and at the same time uh, since we are symbiotic it's okay we just snatch a portion of their audience for us to see. Because it's all wrestling. It's, it's, anyway. a, it's an overlap. There's it's an, an overlap. overlap. It's a Venn yeah. diagram. Yes. We're looking for Venn diagram people to come and support wrestling on the whole. But you guys never got crap from like the security or the administration of the of the venue? Nah, man. Not at all, man. Not at all. I think I think they also realize that, you know, it's just a bunch They're of just people, kids. A, ju- a bunch of kids trying to make it big in this business, <laughs> trying to eventually be inside the indoor stadium. So, yeah. It's yeah. a big stadium. Yeah, it was, it, it was. It's huge. Yeah, it was huge. a pretty cool show too, man. Yeah. It was a pretty cool show. <laughs> so, um, you know, you mentioned something about how people 
uh, throw shit at independent promotions. Like, uh, I can tell you firsthand that at PWR, people always call always. us like bootleg WWE. They give us crap for having a poor man's version of this character or that oh, character. Yeah. I'm sure you guys had those same criticisms for uh, from SPW. Um, how did you guys get over uh, that criticism? Um, we just had to, to get more fans on our side, I suppose. So, because uh, there will always be haters, you see. And, and one thing also as like a so-called OG wrestler in this business, I always try to impart to our kids because uh, sometimes the kids in the business get affected by haters because yeah. they're coming into the public eye for the first, first time, time. Yeah. and then they suddenly see a negative comment mm-hmm. and then they get so depressed and then like, you can't wrestle! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not just some stupid fan. Yeah, or, or like you're a poor man's this, 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 which some of you, some of I, your guys We've heard did. it. We've heard yeah, so, it. So, all of it, yeah. So the thing is, right, uh, it's okay to hear all this you can even internalize and process it, but but don't let it get into your funk, man. Don't 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 let it like like get into uh, your working style. Or don't whatever. make it toxic. Don't make it toxic, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on, on the other side, uh, that, that that's like as the person internally, but as the professional, yeah. Do uh, stuff that is uh, relatable, like like your grab driver thing, or like uh, uh, some of the gimmicks that that, that you guys uh, like, like yeah. MWF and PWR yeah. has. So, you know, like, like once the gimmicks are relatable and, and like, it has local flavor, right? That's when the people stop shitting on it because you're no longer a poor man's Kevin Owens or you're right, no longer right, a poor yeah. man's Roman Reigns or something, but you are you're your own Eurasian thing. Dragon, you yeah. are Jake DeLeon, you are Sandata, you are... Uh, yeah, all these other... Mr. Lucha, yeah, you see, yeah. you see, but because, because you, you have to, to, to relate, you have to make them relate, yeah. So, um, at this point in the game, for at least for SPW, what are the biggest challenges that you guys face, let's say, as a company and uh, as, as a school? Okay, so, so um, um, we don't have a sales team in place, but we do have, I mean, like, this whole business is about sales, man. You want to get yeah. a venue to give you something on the cheap, so that you can, It's all like, sales and marketing. It's all sales and marketing. So, it's like, sales man, marketing. Me, me and Andrew being around from the start, helping Vadim out, yeah. we have had so many doors closed in our faces, so many uh, commercial opportunities turned down because wrestling is not safe. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling is, is not, not mainstream. mainstream. Uh, it's not... It's actually not... Uh, Sanctioned sport, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not. and then and then because you are like, uh, you know, it's a gray area between entertainment and sports. Yeah. So like like man, there's so many people like like who just misunderstand you. I think the wrestling fans from where I come from in Singapore, yeah, they are, they are fantastic, man, because they are they're really supportive of the product. We are lucky in the sense that we don't have much toxic uh, fans. In fact, I think we we have zero toxic fans. All the fans love the product. They're all there. And Singapore is a small place. It's a small place. It's yeah. a small place. So like like the fans over at SPW and the fans over at Grapple Max, you know, like they're all wonderful. They support the boys and all that. But it's uh, I think it's the system that we struggle against because it's uh, the system that fails to realize that hey, it's a bunch of people making very tangible memories for people who pay money to come and see us. And I think uh, this this is the fight that we all have. Like, and it's not just SPW's fight. It's, it's everyone's fight. <laughs> MWF's fight. It's PWR's fight. Yeah. It's like EOWW's fight. It's everyone else's fight. You see, it's yeah. everyone else's fight to 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 like really uh, uh, better the name of wrestling. But uh, my two cents worth, we're all on the right track because people are starting to 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 give in to to us wrestlers. Man. People are yeah. starting to tap out to us. We are submitting them to what <laughs> we want to do. You know? So we are all on the right track, and I think yeah. this track is going to get more exciting as it goes on. 
So you, you keep talking about this track and this big plan. You yeah. never talked about the retirement plan, so we can get to that in a bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, so I, I do want to ask before you plan, before yes. you get before you get to the retirement. Let's talk about the big plan. Where do you want to take SW? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So let me just uh, uh, say that I'm not Wade Barrett. I'm not gonna like talk about the big plan, the yeah, Nexus the master plan, plan, and then I like, yeah. leave your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the main plan, right? Simply put, at least in my eyes, because yeah. uh, uh, or at least me and Andrew's eyes, like because yeah. like, Andrew and I we are very different people. But okay. Uh, we, okay, we have very different personalities, but we have very similar characteristics. All right, very similar end goals. Also. End goals, yeah. So both okay. of us, we want, uh, we want like wrestling to be mainstream. That, 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 that's all it is. We don't want people to be like, oh, that's a wrestling shit, or it's a yeah. fake shit, or because seriously, man, screw you guys. Like, like this is so real. Like, I kept talking it about tangible things. Real. And the hurt we feel, cameras. Yeah. The hurt you feel in your your two matches. The in. trainees. And as then well. like like yeah. Romeo, he's been training for so long. He yep. must have had now. so yeah. much hurt in his yep. shoulders and back. So like like it's real. How how is this fake? Well, then what the hell, man? But anyway, yeah. So that that's the that's really simply put the end goal. Like like if we could get uh, if we could get like something syndicated. It doesn't even need to be Raw or SmackDown. It could be like. I, I am in love until now with Memphis Wrestling, what Jerry Lawler is doing. Oh, yes. That is grassroots that is to the core. And I tell every like wrestling... But that, that's, that was also like 20 years before it got big. Yeah, yeah, and I tell everyone also to like just look out, uh, look, look to Jerry Lawler. In fact, I, I send Jerry Lawler stuff to not just SPW guys, but I send it to the Grapple Max guys too in right, Singapore. Yeah. So, you know, this is grassroots. Uh, and even what he accomplished, you know, like he had the studio show, which yes, led to yes. huge houses, man. So that's the mainstream I'm talking it's about. Make it, it's make it relevant regionally and then grow yeah. it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, that, like that, that's my end goal. Like, as long as we have, like, constant uh, uh, airplay, you know, like, like, and especially now in new media, if we are all over yes. the place, not just on television or not just on, like, Netflix or whatever network is out there nowadays yeah. or the Fight app or whichever. No, look, look at the elite. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be an assault, you know, on the census. And I yeah. think, like... Uh, uh, that uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the end goal. Where Online we are, assault. Where we are assaulting mm, yeah. people's senses with wrestling so much, and they are accepting us, and more sponsors are coming in, and they're giving us money, and <laughs> and our you know yeah yeah that, that's, 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 that, 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 that's one of my end goals. Yeah. Like I think I've mentioned it in passing earlier, but now I guess yeah. can tie it up better as well. Yeah. yeah. Before we get to my retirement plans. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, besides the point, uh, um, the, fact, the, the fact that the fact that I think I think. My my personal biggest love letter to this industry, right, will be by the time I, I, I step out of this business or by the time I transition to a full-time coach or something. Full-time uh, backstage. Full-time backstage yeah. is to see uh, the boys all earning a living from this and the boys actually telling people stuff like, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm a pro wrestler. Um, what do you do for your day job? I'm a pro wrestler. So, that's my know, day job. That, yeah. that, that, that is the... That, that's, once again, it's a two-parter uh, answer, yeah. man. It's like TV and shit like that. But I want people to have this as their day jobs, man. Like, like this is what they're monetizing, like to make a living, to buy a house with, buy a car with, feed their families with. So, so really, man. Like, like it, I, so many times, I feel it's not just about me or Mighty Mighty or SPW. I really feel it's about the region. I told the earlier radio show I was on uh, that I think we are the next hotbed. I think the eyes of the world are starting to turn against us. I mean, yeah. sorry, turn towards, turn towards us. us. Not yeah. against us. Turn towards us. Yes. Turn, uh, turn their gaze upon us. Yeah. Yeah. Like that church hymn But anyway Let's yeah. not get into that Because I know the lyrics To that too But anyway That's why. That's why I was like <laughs> Turn your eyes upon yeah. yeah Turn your eyes upon wrestling man So uh, uh, I think like, like We're all on the right path And hopefully one day These grand goals of mine For everyone Will come true Because 
we'd all be sitting in the same room again maybe you know years from now Camus maybe instead of two matches he's at 200 matches or something <laughs> and Camus is like buying us like expensive liquor and then we're like Camus <laughs> are you I, I, I already he already has, do, he already does, yeah. oh 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 then maybe twice the amount of the expensive liquor yeah. <laughs> you know that, that, that kind of uh, thing it's yeah. not that expensive it's good liquor it's not that <laughs> Right, stop okay, yeah. but, but, but liquor aside, sorry. Yeah, liquor anyway, aside. Uh, uh, earlier on we were joking about sorry. my retirement plans. Yeah. So, uh, um, like, like since I have the media background and all that, uh, I'm actually going to open my own like uh, media firm, agency back home, uh, like a sports and entertainment creative agency. Okay. So, what, what I look to, to uh, build is uh, a sporting scene in Singapore, so an entertaining sporting scene. Because mm-hmm. in Singapore... Uh, I don't mean to shoot so straight, but wrestling is outdrawing football. We are outdrawing wow. basketball. Yeah. And no, amazing. Yeah, they are. Because <laughs> there are so little people attending those games. And, and yeah. it's sad because these guys train super hard. They are They're professional. They're professional, They're professional athletes. Yeah. So like, like what, I, what I want to contribute, not just, I mean, outside of wrestling too, is also to elevate sports on the whole. Make it entertaining. Make it relatable. Make it something that you want to like spend time watching man, and, and spend your evening at or spend your money on. So, uh... uh because of that, right, I, I initially put my retirement age to 40, so that's 10 years uh, uh, away. Thing is, uh, since last year, I transitioned into being a tag team wrestler in SPW, so I'm part of Mighty Dragon. Yes. I tell everyone that we are by far number one tag team in Southeast Asia, number two are the Horrors, the guys that fought JD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, any, anyway uh, uh, about, about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, because of tag team wrestling, because I spent uh, half the match on the apron now, so yeah. Mighty Mighty was like, hey man, why you want to retire at 40, man? Do 45. You're on the apron half the time now. But they are like, huh? yeah, you got a point. Okay, 45 it is. He was like, oh, so easy. I was like, yeah, we're wrestlers. We, we, we add on years yeah. of our career just like that. But uh, yeah, I'm looking to, to, to uh, step away at 45. I don't want to be one of those guys that... Uh, yeah, you guys know. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to become uh, Mickey Rook's... Uh, uh, what, what's called? Randy, 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 Randy the Ram. Randy the Ram, yeah. Oh, man, that's so tragic, man. Like, uh, I recently uh, started the whole house buying process with my fiancé and okay. KFIP manager, uh, Jin. So, like... Shouts to Jin. Yeah, so, 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 so I want to, I wanna, like... Uh, you know, like, like, like eventually have a, be a family man. And, Start the family in Yeah, Singapore and then, like, like and also nice, help, yeah. like, through creative agencies and also help people through, like, like, like yeah, other stuff. Help you get booked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, help bring eyes to the product and yeah. stuff like that. So, so I think like, like I still want to like like eventually move into that role of a nurturer uh, at forty five. Although you're supposed to be forty. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat, whatever, whatever floats whenever, for you. Whenever it happens, whenever yeah. it happens. Yeah, 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 wish yeah. you the best. Yeah. And on 45, I'll probably still be talking about the same path. Or maybe the path has changed by then. Maybe yeah. by then we've already had the TV and twice the amount of liquor in Chemist's house. Or maybe Mr. Lucha has become like... Uh, maybe he's not a jackass. No, point. maybe he's not. Maybe he has his own thunder in paradise in the Philippines. He has his own like, like television show that Hulk Hogan did. You know, that kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he has an animated show. Maybe he has an animated show too. Maybe him and, and Robin Sane have a cartoon <laughs> called Tara Let's Go. You know, we never know. We never know where it's going to bring <laughs> wow. us. Wow. You know? We never know. So, like, 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 like I'm still going to be around at 40. I'm going to be around at 45. And really, man, I, I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with all of you guys too, man. Like, like for me, I, I'm one who's uh, never really been bound by, by uh, promotional restrictions and all that because like, yeah. I, I respect every man who steps into that ring. I respect every fan who chooses to pay uh, Whatever money it costs. And, and time to yeah. come come and see us, man. So, uh, great journey. 
And this journey is not going to end, man. Like, like even, not af- soon. Not even soon. after TV or even after whatever, Netflix or whatever, that, that's just the end of this goal. And then I'm going to come back on the show and I'm going to come up, I'm going to cook up an even bigger goal, you know? All right. We're all going to be hand in hand, man. Yeah. Like, like MWF, PWR, um, SPW, SPW, uh, Everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone else. else. Everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else. Since you mentioned them, I, I guess uh, just to wind down here, sure. I wanted to ask about uh, the Singapore uh, wrestling scene. Sure, right? sure, so sure. Like, uh, you mentioned that there's SPW, there's Grapple Max. How sure. easy and how hard? How easy or how hard is it to have you know these two companies knowing that you guys know each other? Yeah. Uh, there is there is I guess mutual respect. It's not between both companies, but between you know the people between both yeah, companies. Yeah. Right? Um. Currently, right now, uh, there's no cross-promotional stuff, but I, I am so inspired by what's happening here, man. I share all this stuff back home with uh, um, uh, Vadim and Andrew and the SPW boys. I share uh, this stuff back home with uh, Greg Glorious and uh, Dennis the yes, Lady Killer. Yeah. I'll be like, like, I mean, look at look at what uh, uh, Tarek and uh, the PWR guys are doing. You know, look at the harmony, look at the common goals, man. Like, like I, I just wish one day like, that we could do this too. Because there's currently uh, uh, there's currently a sanction. Of course, it's a uh, um, you don't need to be a genius to figure out that they are not yeah. on our shows. We are not on, on their shows, and uh, like you know the whole road ship same boat thing and all that. Yes. I hope one day that everyone just realized that, that you know like, like we are all in this you know we, we, yeah yeah we're yeah, all in this together territory yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 we 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 have to we have to spread love instead of negativity man like uh, the Bob Marley song One Love and all that it's so important you know like I know it's, it's funny it, is, it, it may make you think of other things but, but really the, the root cause is that uh, pro wrestling ultimately is love uh, um, do you guys are you guys familiar with Amy Sakura the legend Amy yes, Sakura yes, yes. So Amy Sakura uh, uh, tells her her kids uh, wrestling is love you have to love the performing and you have to let the audience feel the love and the audience gives you back the love so like I'm gonna end off by by ripping off the legends lines <laughs> because she couldn't have put it any better. It's man. so She's simple. Like, it is so simple. Yeah, it is love. Pro wrestling love. So like I'm gonna say goodbye to the SGP guys. I'm gonna <laughs> say goodbye to the people who, who tune in, whether in Singapore, Philippines, or wherever you're you're listening. Uh, just remember, in essence, um, we're not just uh, wanking others off. We're not just building emotions. We're not just grab drivers or people who wanted to be Brian Danielson. But man, at the end of the day, we're all lovers, man. We have such passion, no? We have such passion and this passion is going to keep shining through. <coughs> we are going to make wrestling mainstream together. For sure, man. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. That's Dragon. very inspirational. Where can we follow you on social media? Um, at Eurasian Dragon E-U-R-A-S-I-A-N Dragon is pretty easy to spell If you can't spell that You gotta go back to school If you can't spell that (laughs) But anyway Anyway uh, um, I shouldn't end with inspiration I should end with a warning Since uh, uh, I mentioned Yeah yeah. I I mentioned uh, Going back to school If you can't spell Dragon Um, Robin Sane and Mr. Lucha Have captured the imagination Of the Filipino fans And uh, that turning point At uh, Republica Especially after everything that was going through Republica that yes, night, right? Right. Yes. You all saw the the stress Lucha went through, but man, that's not how you deal with stress. That's not the pro wrestling love right there. So after talking about pro wrestling love and about education and stuff, all I can say is that Mr. Lucha is gonna be educated on Saturday and I am gonna instill in him the pro wrestling love that was missing when he betrayed Robin Sane. Goodbye guys, good night. Thank you so much to the Eurasian Dragon for joining us for a, a very insightful and profound you all conversation. Know. It's Bukake. Every time, Bukake, we, guys. every time Kamu steps in the ring, Stan steps in the ring. 
they are jacking you off. It's all you are getting a hand job. A virtual hand job. It's all edging. Yeah, that's what you we do. are blowing your load every match. Hand trick. Every match. You know, and if there are children listening to this, covering the <laughs> the children listening to this, we apologize. <laughs> covering the Power Mac <laughs> Center spotlight with your virtual jizz. Your love jizz. Love, love juice. Jizz. Love juice. Love juice. Sorry that I'm not right. wrong. Okay, now that uh, and we're sorry for anyone who's under thirteen who doesn't get it. I'm, I'm, sure, they, I'm uh, sure the kids get it. Now. Gotten over the jizz talk. Let's end the podcast properly with our picks of the week. I'll go first, and you know, since you guys are picking shit from all in, let hey, me pick yeah. Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream. Not a bad pick, Bad. I think it's a great match. I love the descent into madness new chapter. Uh, you see the conflict. The descent into madness show. No, no, no. This no, is, is, a, yeah, this is a total descent into madness. It, it's uh, an ongoing descent. Yeah, have you yes. guys seen this tweet? It's a spiral. Have you seen it's this a, tweet? It's a Camus. spiral. A descent is a spiral. It's the same thing. Camus! The spiral goes down. Therefore, Therefore it's it descending. Descend. Have you not seen this tweet? He said he tweets... Johnny, Johnny failure. Yeah, over and Johnny over. wrestling. I saw it. Yeah, so this is it. It's compelling. It's satisfying. Um, it makes me feel compassion towards him again, even though there are dueling chants of Johnny wrestling, Johnny failure, which is... A great organic touch from the crowd, by the way. <laughs> Fucking full sale. No, I think they actually added to the story this time. No, they yeah. They did not go into business for themselves no, necessarily. Fair. Not. Mm, no, I agree with you, but I don't know why they would chant Johnny Failure. Why, why would you no, chant? Because, why because, would you kick a man? Because Dream, down? Dream had it on his. No, because they were not. Indeed, uh, sympathetic because he was such much. a loser. Yeah, true. Right? He he, or he's become a loser, yeah. yeah. But in a way, Ankupa left for taking it out on Velveteen Dream when Dream didn't necessarily deserve it. Kait na Kupal din yeah. si Dream. So, Shay Maskupal. Yeah. But, yeah. Maskupal Essentially, yeah. Yes. That's why there were dueling chants. Therefore, it makes sense. Therefore, he's Johnny Failure. Yeah, he is Johnny Failure right now. So, it's a, it's a great ongoing story which is going to keep getting better, I hope. All right, mine is uh, from All In, as Stan said. Uh, it's uh, Okada versus Marty Skrull. My God. What? Have junior? You yeah, of course I've right. seen it. I finished the whole show. All right, yeah. yeah junior, yeah. A, a fucking junior. Yeah. Fucking junior, and he, he played surviving, it up. Surviving, yeah. He played it up. He played it up. Surviving. Yeah, he doesn't the, look that much like a junior next to Okada. But the thing is, this is this is Okada's first real match, like with his senses back. Is it though? No, Rainmaker Okada. This is Rainmaker okay. Okada. That's a bug. This is Rainmaker Okada. This isn't high. I play with balloons. But I wanted balloon Okada. Fuck that. Yeah, but it was a great match. Fuck uh, that man. Uh, he had scroll. Yeah, scroll broke his fingers. But he still managed to pull off the rainmaker, <laughs> and so all good. in new to do the crane, the the, the crane, the crane shot. shot, the yeah. pull shot. Yeah, so good, so good. Like uh, that is technically the best match of the of the night, like story wise. Oh, tata. Like, it was and, also the longest. You know, the typical long, yeah. Okada. Typical, but the, and the thing is, the second that he went through, oh five, yeah, fuck! that was Kenny. No, no, that, that was no, that was. was that it was Kenny? Okada. No, that was Okada. No, pulling two oh five on Marty. He pulled 205 on Marty because he was a junior. No, no, no. Kenny did that. Kenny did that to also. Penta. Kenny did that to and Penta And then Penta also, bit his fingers. Yes, but the thing was, it was Okada who also pulled... He, because he pulled 205 on him at a BTE oh, okay, 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 okay. And then this was the callback to that. All right, all right. It was thank so you, good. Thank you, thank you. Clarifying. And that brings up my pick, which is yeah. Kenny versus fucking Penta. <laughs> Jesus. If you've ever wanted to see two men try to murder themselves... No, no, no. It's more of... of <laughs> you can't murder yourself. No, 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 no. No, it's, no, no, no. I, I get what Camus was trying to say. It's more of Penta was asking for it. 
The entire time. And Kenny kept giving. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. And there was a point there was a point in the match in which uh Penta just stopped, you know, attacking him and just, you know, started challenging him. Give yeah. it. It's, just, it's so slam. If there's one match that you will watch and enjoy, it's probably that. It's probably that because it's no, so it's, you know he probably would like Stephen Amell. Yeah, I mean the Stephen Amell match is great. Also, yeah, but like, like that's the first match I asked about them. Yeah, but this this one is just how the fuck does Kenny it's, it's, kick it's out the ball? This shit. It's just Pentagon taking hits and then you know screaming Sierra Mede at Kenny Omega. Uh, pretty much like every other <laughs> yeah, Pentagon match. Pretty much, yeah. But but at this point, his opponent keeps fucking kicking out. Yeah, that's the thing. Fucking Kenny. <laughs> fucking Kenny. I love it. Oh, so and good. Chris Jericho appearing. Yeah, and yes, that, that's why. That's why. Yeah, I was going to say. Spoiled. Fuck. It's Thanks. not just, well... I, I, kind of my fault for not really making time, but like I've had it's a busy been, it's, 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 like, it's been a long... No, 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 I'm, I'm sure you've seen Chris Jericho's Instagram by now. No, no I what? have not. Like, I no. literally tried to stay away from all in spoilers until And time. he was like, why fucking see you on the cruise. Why don't you Instagram No, I actually avoid his Instagram. Okay, fine. Yeah, so... Sorry. Oh yeah. So see you on the fucking cruise, Kenny. I thought I know. I legitimately <laughs> thought that you knew already. No, despite no, no, despite not, not seeing I, the show already. I found out right here via recording. Okay. And now I'm dejected. So my. No, it's fun though. It's I, fun. I, know, it's I knew fun. I knew that Jericho showed up before I watched the show, and it still is. It it's still was amazing yeah. because this guy is you know contracted to the WWE still. And technically, he didn't wrestle. Yeah, he just appeared. Still, though, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, he still made his shitload of money. Yeah, yeah. And and he plugged he plugged himself for and an international seas event. Yeah, on the high seas. <laughs> on the high seas. Mm-hmm. So book that, your cabins now. And that brings <laughs> us to the end of this episode of the SGP podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you made it this far, don't forget to catch MWF Road to Fate this Saturday night at UP Bahinang Alumni. Doors open at 6 p.m. You can get their tickets. Bell at time at 7. Ticket2me.net. As for us, please don't forget to keep uh, subscribing, rating, downloading. We're on Spotify. Spotifying. We, we are on Buzzsprout. We are on iTunes. We are everywhere you get your podcasts. If you have any comments you want to leave us, we're always online on social media. It's at the SGP Podcast for the show. It's at Roe is War, at Caveman Camus, and at underscore Stan C. And now on behalf of Roe and Camus and the Eurasian Dragon... My name is Stan C. We're out of here. Peace. Goodbye, good night. Hey, this is for all my chest stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a gun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 